So I'm Chantal Liu, and I am the founder and executive producer of Colorful Illusions, which is a digital platform that highlights positive stories in the black community. Like starting your own thing, like you have a lot of self-doubt, yeah. you know, and it's like you're kind of going against the grain of society. So there's always that thought of failure, like what if, like what if this doesn't work? And I really had to sit down and reflect and realize like what I really wanted to do. And yes, it was good that I had like a, a stable amount of income but I felt like I was depriving my soul and like my spirit of like what my passion and my true purpose was so I decided to take that leap of faith in August and quit my job and decide to do colorful illusions. Why do you doubt yourself like why are you your hardest critic like you know like you're capable of doing great things like that battle between myself. So I think what drives me the most is the reactions that I get from my videos and like how I see how it like impacts people's lives, so that definitely drives Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host, and I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show. My name is Edouard Gilles, and today I have the pleasure of introducing to y'all the one and only Chantal Lou. Hello, hello. Hey, nice to meet you. Thank you for coming you. to the course, show. No problem. I am real. You got to show the t-shirt. Oh, yes, of course. I am real. It's a nice t-shirt. I appreciate it. Thank so you. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Doing You're awesome. looking pretty colorful, colorful, red and yellow. You know, got to represent. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any meaning behind the red and yellow? Um, These are actually my favorite colors, mm -hmm. red and yellow. Um, I think they go really well together, especially against black skin. So there's no meaning. I just like wearing red and yellow. So I decided to just put it on both today. I like it. <laughs> I love blue. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, there so, you go. Um, why don't you give us a quick little introduction about yourself? We start with, well, who you are, where you came from, mm -hmm. what you do, and why you do what you do. It's okay. pretty much the sum of what your, your introduction. Okay. So, a quick life story in one minute. Yeah. Um, so, I'm Chantal Liu, and I am the founder and executive producer of Colorful Illusions, mm -hmm. which is a digital platform that highlights positive stories in the black community. Um, I started the platform back in 2016 um, during that summer where um, the racial climate in America was very tense. Uh, Philando Castile and Alton Sterling, those were two deaths that were publicized um, due to police brutality. Mm -hmm. And I saw how it was taking a toll on my loved ones my loved ones and my close friends that were surrounding me. So I wanted to do something in an effort to kind of 
be like a beacon of change, a mm -hmm. beacon of inspiration, and to kind of negate from the negative that was going on in the media and display the positive that was going on in the black community. So hence, Colorful Illusions was born. And then I was doing that, so from the summer of 2016, I was still kind of doing it like as a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't like a full-time thing because I was still working on the side. And, but the more and more I got into it and saw that the change that it was affecting, like evoking people's lives and really beginning to understand that this might be like my true calling, what I was placed on this earth to do, my passion. And I decided to take that leap of faith um, last year, August, and decided that I would pursue Colorful Illusions full time. So that's what I've been doing ever since. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so you you went to you went to college. How was your experience going to UM? Oh, it was great. I love UM. You know, got to represent for my cane. You know, it's all about the U. <laughs> but it was great. Um, what happened when I do this? Ooh, we're not friends. <laughs> I'm joking. I have friends that went to FSU. It's all love. But I loved UM. Um, I was there. From the 20, um, I started August 2012 and graduated May 2016, mm -hmm. and lots of great memories at the University of Miami, and I'll forever have a place in my heart. But it was a great experience. So you went for communications there, right? How, I did not. So did not? I started as a pre-med student, you know, all my life. Yeah. I wanted to be a doctor, mm -hmm. per usual. Any Caribbean household, it's a right. doctor, lawyer, you know. There's know. not much expansion. <laughs> so my mom's also in the health field. My brother's in the health field. And that was something that I just always was in and out of hospitals. So I just thought, like, and you know, why not be a doctor? So I was pre-med first year going into University of Miami. Um, my major, what was my major? My major was psychology, but I wanted to um, be an anesthesiologist. I wanted to go to John Hopkins Medical School. Mm -hmm. I had it all planned out. <laughs> I thought I did. Yeah. And so um, first semester I took chemistry. Mind you, I took AP chemistry in high school, got an A in it, and I thought it was great. I loved chemistry, it was my favorite subject. Then I took it at the university level and um, I struggled. I struggled a lot. There are many nights where I cried because <laughs> I couldn't, you know, like yeah. take in the content. And so I started to realize with the different coursework that I was getting into, it made me like really take a step back and sit down and think like, do I really want, like, am I really going to enjoy doing medicine? Because I always love to write. Mm -hmm. I've always found that that's how I express myself best was with writing and I love just like what you can get out of writing. So I was looking into maybe exploring to change my major. So at first I was looking into journalism um, and you know, after talking to people and kind of getting pushback from it, people always said like, oh, journalists don't get money and mm -hmm. like it's not a guaranteed and you know, like the newspapers are dying and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, okay. So I stumbled upon public relations, which is like the other side of journalism because they both work hand in hand together. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, and PR, like you get a little bit more income and it's more stability, it's more easier flexibility to find a job. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'll major in public relations and then I'll minor in journalism. Mm -hmm. So that's just what I ended up doing. I changed my major um, the second semester of freshman year. So it was still early. Um, it was good that I was able to catch that I didn't really want to do medicine, that it wasn't my passion from an early on. So in terms of credit wise, like it was an easy switch. But it wasn't until my senior year, I think, yeah, fall semester senior year, 
where I was like, I don't like PR. Because <laughs> I did like PR internships and so like basically the goal of a PR, a publicist, is to work for a client and try to get them like exposure, you know, right. things like that. So you're always reaching out to journalists to like cover your client. Mm -hmm. And like every time I was at the PR internship, I was like, wow, I wish like I was on the other side of this email. Like I wish I was the journalist and I, they were reaching out to me and I got to choose like what story I could cover. So of course, but by senior year journalism to switch the major, like it was no point. Like it would kind of like prolong my process and prolong graduation. So I decided to just thug it out and stuck with my PR major and then I was going to go get my master's in journalism. So I applied to schools. Um, I got into Georgetown in DC and I actually ended up moving to DC. So the summer of 2016 I moved to DC for journalism to go to school there and once I started classes at Georgetown um, I realized that a lot of the curriculum was repeated of what I had learned at university. So I thought that I would just save $30,000, not, you know, incur any more college debt. Yeah. And, Smart. right, so I withdrew um, within that time period where I could get all my money back. And I decided to just start working in journalism and just, you know, basically getting that experience because I feel like when you are like a communication major like it's all about that experience and like learning hands-on in the field that you want to be in so I decided to move back home and I worked at the Miami Times for about nine months which is a local South Florida black newspaper right. and so I was there I was the digital coordinator and that's when I was still doing colorful illusions on the side but I noticed that the better I would do at the Miami Times, the worse I would do at Colorful Illusions. So it was hard for me to give both things my all. And I really had to sit down and reflect and realize like what I really wanted to do. And yes, it was good that I had like a, a stable amount of income, but I felt like I was depriving my soul and like my spirit of like what my passion and my true purpose was. So I decided to take that leap of faith in August and quit my job and decide to do Colorful Illusions. I don't know. I feel like I didn't answer what question you had. <laughs> I feel like I kind of went on a tangent. So. No, but it was a great tangent. Okay. Um, uh, sometimes you deter. It's not for a... Deterrence sometimes works. Right, right. So you yeah. were saying that you quit your job. You know, a lot of times there are people right now graduating. Mm -hmm. And it's tricky mm -hmm. to get into work. And you're not... A lot of people don't even get into what they desire. Or right. even utilize their degree. Right, right. Or have the leap of faith to step out and start their own thing. What was the initial reaction that you got from, first of all, yourself? Your Myself. Mentor, and um, then from people. I mean, like, so I left my job in August. But yeah. I would say, like, it really started like maybe back in March, like that battle between myself. So like I was battling for months, like mm -hmm. I don't know what to do, like, you know, praying about it. And what, uh, it was this, and I wrote the quote down in my phone, but it was basically this quote that really stuck out to me and like it left me like in the verge of tears. And that's when I was, the quote was basically saying like, you know, why do you doubt yourself? Like, why are you your hardest critic? Like, you know, like you're capable of doing great things. Mm -hmm. And it was a quote said by an actress that won an award. And like at that moment, that was kind of like a turning point because I just saw how like my body was reacting. And I was just like, I felt like it was meant for me to see. And so that's when I really started to like 
you know, stop that internal battle and just trust and like trust in my faith in God as well that he will provide a way, you know, he'll make a way out of nothing. And um, that's when I decided to take that leap of faith. So it was hard internally for me struggling because as a, and I'm sure you know, like starting your own thing, like you have a lot of self-doubt, yeah. you know, and it's like you're kind of going against the grain of society. So there's always that thought of failure, like what if, like what if this doesn't work? Like what if, what if? And you kind of just have to like silence those doubts because they'll always be there. Like even I'm sure celebrities at the highest peaks, like they still doubt themselves sometimes, yeah. but you just kind of have to get over that and just find a way like I don't know if it's by meditating or spiritual or just connecting to a higher power and just trusting that all things are going to work out for good and so it was a it was a tough internal struggle very tough but you know after a few months of debating <laughs> I definitely did take that leap of faith and in terms of like my family my mom supported me 100% because um, she yeah, she's like my number one fan. <laughs> and she always says that like she wants to quit her job in the hospital and work for Colorful Illusions. She will. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just the support that I got from my family and my close friends, like my best friends and my line sisters, like they all supported me 100%. So I was grateful to have that support system to help back me as well and to kind of help to suppress those nerves and suppress those doubts that I had about myself to make that leap of faith a little bit easier, make that transition a little smoother you know I, I believe that there's a still voice inside of us mm -hmm. and I experienced I've been experiencing it lately a mm -hmm. lot as I got more in touch with God and my spirituality and it's it's usually a small tiny voice saying hey come here <laughs> and it was like no I ain't going over there <laughs> right. <laughs> right what you mean come here it's right like, and then we're always running away so sometimes our passion, there's a verse in the Bible that says it doesn't, God doesn't speak in storms or in big rain or in hurricanes, speaks mm -hmm. in um, calmness. Mm. And oftentimes we have to get rid of all the noise right. and listen to really what's inside. Right, right. So as we talk about that, you say you're part of an organization, what organization? Is that oh, I'm a proud sisters? member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, you okay. know. <laughs> You gotta represent. I got to, you know. <laughs> so, like, what drives you to to want to do this? What do you see this going? You know, a lot um, of times people are. There's, there's there's this quote that says, well, it's not a quote, but mm -hmm. Gary Vee says that before every college student gets a job, they think about, can I make it on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> like, be an Instagram public figure. Yeah. Like, a, okay. So, what drives you? I gotta go. What you drives know? me? Yeah. Um. Just, I think what drives me the most is the reactions that I get from my videos mm -hmm. and like how I see how it like impacts people's lives. So that definitely drives me. Keep going. Oh, keep going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely drives me a lot. Um, just being able to touch the lives of others and being able to, I mean, the purpose, the, mis the ultimate mission of Colorful Illusions is to change the rhetoric surrounding minority populations. So just sticking to that mission and sticking to the feeling that I get when my story touches the lives of individuals, that's, that's what drives me the most. What, was it not recording? No, no, it just oh. stops every 20 minutes. Oh, okay, it's okay. It's a DSLR thing. Gotcha.
Yeah, it's always really awesome when somebody hits you up and be like, yeah, so this stuff really, yeah. really impact me in a good Right, life. right. Doesn't it feel good? It does. Isn't that's the purpose of life? Literally, I think so. I, I, I love being able to help others in any capacity. That's mm-hmm. originally why I wanted to do medicine was to be able to touch the lives of others through medicine. But to know that you can do that in any avenue, mm-hmm. um, especially as a creative, like I, it, it's really worth it. It's this medicine for the mind and soul. Exactly. There you go. Every story you share sparks a desire for someone else to understand that maybe I can do it. Right. And if they can do what somebody else is doing that's a good thing, mm-hmm. then you've increased the amount of good in the world. Right. And replicating that in thousands, tens of thousands mm-hmm. is a way of spark change. Definitely. So what are some ways do you think that we can use media to spark change? Um, well, one way I definitely try to use my platform to spark change is just because um, I think one thing that the world lacks is a, a understanding because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I feel like a lot of the bad that goes on in the world, especially when it comes to like racial tension is because both parties don't understand each other. So what I try to do with my stories um, is to kind of shed light on different topics or different cultures or different communities where um, people can kind of get an understanding for that person and kind of um view them as a human like because right. at the end of the day we're all human regardless of your race like we all hurt we all go through trials and tribulations and we all have the strength to get through those trials and tribulations so to kind of be able to relate to one another on a more human level and understand where that person comes from um like one story i did for example was about uh, the dirt bikers, not dirt bikes, but they ride, you see like people that ride dirt bikes like in Liberty yeah, City, like yeah. around stuff like that. And so the story, cause I always seen them riding their bikes and like, I've always like, I've just had an inquisitive find. Like, I wonder like, why did they do that? Like, what's the story behind yeah, it? Them hoodlums. Right, cause you know, they get perceived yeah, as hoodlums, like the police are harassing them, yeah. stuff like that. But like when I sat down and spoke to one of the bikers, yeah. he really told me that like, if it wasn't for dirt bikes, like he would be, in jail like he that's his way to deal with his stress like and that's how he like you know channels it so instead of like picking up a gun or like being in a gang or stuff like that like he's just riding a dirt bike on the street so it's like just to kind of get that and like you know peel that layer open so people can see like you know like they're not harassing like they're not hoodlums like they're actually doing this for good like right. they're trying yeah. to be positive yeah. in their own way mm-hmm. so that's basically one way i feel like media can definitely um spark change is just being able to reveal the truth of like everyone and just be able to have a better understanding with one another and open up doors to different communities and cultures that you never knew about before and have mm-hmm. some sort of appreciation. Mm-hmm. So that takes like being an open mind, being non-judgmental. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's one story. What are some some of your like top stories that you thought was really inspiring to you and to other people? Ooh, that's tough. I like all my stories. I know <laughs> but you um some ones that I've gotten really great feedback on is um the Dirt Bikes was a good one on Coach Carmen for Miami Northwestern Girls track team. Um, she was a good one. Um, I did one on an artist in Liberty City, Marvin Weeks, a visual artist who mm-hmm. he's um, responsible of a lot of the portraits in Liberty City. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did one on my brother, Taj um, Martin, who he suffers from cerebral palsy, but he still is able to work um, at Memorial Regional, not Memorial Regional, Memorial West. Yes. Um, so many. You're going to list all of them. I know, right? I told you they're all my favorite. <laughs> They're all my favorite. So how do, you, how do you find these stories? Um, so a lot of it is just me going out and being nosy <laughs> and like finding different things that just um, a lot of times things that just um, kind of excite me or like make me like ask questions, like want to know more about it. That's how I find it. A lot of the times it's word of mouth and referrals. Like people will come to me and be like, oh, like so-and-so has a great story. Like you should check them out, things like that. Or even just like me just surfing social media and like finding, stumbling upon different mm -hmm. pages and profiles. That's how I find it as well. That sounds about the same thing I do. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Pretty, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And what were the first steps you took to, to start your, your brand and your platform? Um, the first steps I took, uh, definitely like, you know, the beginning things like a logo and like the name and like my slogan, things like that. And then um, I used a lot, like my first couple of interviews were all um, people that I know. So like my line sisters, my mom, like my friends. So just using the, the close circle that I had to kind of build that content. Mm -hmm. And then once that was out and getting like that whole, getting the attention of the viewers, then I was able to branch out and find new subjects and new stories to tell. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So now that you've gotten to this level, mm -hmm. what are the next level that you, what is the next level that you're trying to attain and how can people help you achieve? Um, ultimately, I would love to be on Anthony Bourdain's level, where I'm able to travel the world and have a special on CNN <laughs> where you guys can tune in every Monday at 8 o'clock and watch the new episodes for Colorful Illusions and um, just be able to go around the world exploring different cultures and communities and highlighting the good, because I believe that there's good everywhere in this mm -hmm. world. And so I feel like it won't be hard to find those stories across the world. So just being able to highlight different things that are going on and that are contributing to mm -hmm. the goodness in the black community, especially. Or maybe a, I think a Facebook watch show. Hello, yes. Really yes, definitely, definitely. Maybe your own red table. Exactly. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> so, yeah, that definitely, definitely. Street platforms. I, I really like it. Thank um, you. So, you got all of this going on for you right now. Um, how is it? Is it making you like happy day to day? Do you think that you, you live, you, you reach life's satisfaction, fulfillment through this? You know, and it's so funny because I just had a talk with my mom about this the other day. And I would say yes, like, because my pastor once told me a couple years back, like, the goal in life is to be content. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the riches in the world, but, like, if you're not content within your spirit, within yourself, like, you're still lacking and you're still going to want more and more. So I would have to say with Colorful Illusions and the work that I'm doing with Colorful Illusions, it definitely makes me happy. It definitely gives me that self-fulfillment. Um, it, I'm at a place where I do feel content in my life and it feels really good. Um, you know, like I may not be a millionaire and things like that, but just knowing that the work that I do, the work that I, that God is using me to inspire other people definitely gives me a sense of peace within myself. So 
I would have to say, gladly, yes, I am happy <laughs> day well, you to day. A, you definitely have rich spirit. Thank you. Good vibes. Thanks. I appreciate How it. How do you keep that aura? Um, I try to stay positive in all situations. Um, definitely being rooted in my faith. I do my morning devotions every morning. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, you know. yeah. I have a devotional book, um, Jesus Calling. And so every day um, you can read a message that, you know, I, I try to like correlate it to what's going on in my life at the moment. Um, but definitely, you know, over the years, just learning to be patient. I think that definitely helped me a lot because in the beginning stages, I was very impatient. And I, you know, like I was always anxious and didn't know like how this was gonna go. But now I'm kind of just like in a position of rest and letting God use me as he, at, like at his will. And um, that definitely helps to center me, mm -hmm. to just know that, you know, what's meant for me will be for me. And, um, yeah, just also, you know, I try to laugh every day, you know, laugh at funny things on the internet <laughs> that keeps me grounded and, you know, watch my shows and just have, you know, take care of myself mentally as well. How, what are some things you do to take care of yourself mentally? Um, other than my devotion, what else do I do? Um, you know, spending time with loved ones, um, the office. That's my like. You like the office? Yeah, I love the office. <laughs> into like dry humor. I do like dry humor. I get it from my older brother because he's very dry, mm -hmm. and so I picked up his humor. Um, and just relaxing, you know. Those are some things that I do. Sometimes I like to do like you know. Um, I'd love to do yoga more actually. That's if that's one thing I could incorporate maybe more maybe more yoga. I do, I do this thing called Tai Chi. I show you some Tai Chi. You want some? Oh, nice! It's like yoga, but it's yeah, like yeah. I feel like I've yoga. heard of it. Yeah. Do like the chi cups. Oh. Uh -huh. We learn chi cups right now. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, quick, the thing you said about the mor the morning devotions. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm like a big journal writer type, mm -hmm. structure guy, and I used to write morning missions or visions for the day. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And then I switched from my own vision, right, into a, a devotion. Mm. Um, because recently I redevoted my God, my life to God. Awesome. Because I realized that I was always trying to do all these these things in my life that were I thought were my own internal pursuits. Right, right. Um, but the other day one of my friends told me that, you know, all of these things I'm trying to do with my clothing line is that they're not even coming from me. Mm -hmm. Right, he was like, they're not even coming from me, and they're actually coming from some, from God. Right, and I'm just a vessel. Right, yeah. of which is you know bringing that about. So I, I started to try to do the same thing with my life. Mm -hmm. So I mean, considering that you you know you, you indulge in your faith, uh, what would you say to anyone out there to like, uh, how do they, how can they get closer to God in, in a sense, um, in, in their faith? How do I, what was what has worked for you? I would start with just talking to him. Um, like, you don't even have to be real, like, structured about it. Like, yeah. you know, like, hey, God, what's up? <laughs> Long time, no speak. Yeah. Um, I feel like that calms me. That's, that's a calming thing as well. And um, just, like, although I do it in the morning, but, like, any time, like, any time, like, 
you may be about to take a test or like you may be about to go in for an interview and you just want to talk to God and kind of just like help to calm your spirit. So I would say just start talking to him. And there's so many like different devotional books out there or even like apps that yeah. can help you like it, it will provide you like a morning like a daily devotion or like a daily scripture things like that just to kind of have that resonate within you so those are some steps to definitely um help to build that relationship with god and then you know like if you're a part of a church family or you want to like go find a new church that's the next step you know to kind of get that sunday worship going on mm -hmm. but that's what I would recommend. Just talk to him. He's always there, you mm -hmm. know, wherever you are, 24-7. Um, yeah. All right, so we have a few minutes left. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, um, what are some struggles that you've encountered in your life? And how did you overcome those? Oh, in my life? In your entire life. Wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, some struggles I've encountered in my life. Hmm. Let's see. Does it have to be like my biggest struggle or my most recent struggle? I've, I've got I've got a lot of, a lot of struggles. Just one that stuck. That stuck with me. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I guess maybe the feeling of like insecurity, and especially I feel like with um me starting Colorful Illusions that really highlighted the insecurities that I did have about myself. So that's one struggle that I definitely struggled with. Um, and then... What insecurities? Just like feeling like you're not good enough, maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. Feeling like I wasn't good enough or like feeling that... Um, just the thought of like failing. Right. Because I'm really hard on myself. And like even all throughout like schooling, like I was very hard on myself. I always strive to like be the best that I can be. And just that fear that maybe my best wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So definitely with Colorful Illusions and me being on my own, that highlighted it a lot. But it was also good because I was able to deal with it. Right. So that's definitely probably one struggle. That And with that, how like- How did you overcome it? How did I overcome? Um, Definitely, I started doing positive affirmations. So like, um, and that kind of like branched off of I am real. So like, that's the slogan for Colorful Illusions is I am real. And so, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like my I am chalkboard wall that um, I used to have um, each interview we come, come up with their own I am statement. Right. So like a positive affirmation. And so I kind of started applying that to my life. So like every morning, like I would go in the mirror, it sounds really silly, but <laughs> I would go in the mirror and be like, you know, I am God's masterpiece, fearfully and wonderfully made, or like I am amazing, or I am determined, and just like speaking those positivity over my life, it kind of helped to transcend and to raise my confidence and boost my confidence. So that's definitely how I was able to get through with those insecurities and feelings of self-doubt beautiful yeah don't don't i do the same thing yeah i yeah. record it 
Yeah. Oh, you recorded. <laughs> See, <laughs> there you go. Don't be afraid to do things that may seem weird. Right, because if it makes you feel good, that's really all that matters. That's what matters. Yeah. So I'm real. Tell us about your, the shirts and the products that you have going on. Right oh now. yeah. So I have my I am real T-shirts. Um, they're actually all on sale right now. It's twenty five percent off. They're fifteen dollars, and you can purchase them online. Um, so just like a way for like um. It's just t-shirts right now, and it's kind of just like um, a statement, a bold statement that you can wear proudly when you go out into public and just reaffirming that, you know, despite my skin color, despite my race, gender, any of that, like, I'm still a human being and mm -hmm. I should be treated as such. Right. So that's basically why I started the t-shirts, just to kind of reaffirm that and to make a public statement. Yeah. And they're available in red, black, and white. So get your I am real T-shirt. Yeah. I gotta get mine right after this. Yeah, you yeah. Ones, don't I, I don't, but I can ship it to you. Yes, shipping yeah, is available. You ship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so if you could leave one last thing with our um, audience, uh, a message. This show is called Unlimited Power. And mm -hmm. The purpose, the reason behind that is that beside inside all of us, we have this power, which mm -hmm. I it's an unlimited power, mm -hmm. and we have it because we're a reflection of the creator and if he's the source us as the resource can access it right what message would you give to anyone out there to spark in them that hey you can start this media company you can start to show the content you could actually spark change mm -hmm. through an unorthodox or a different way of doing things what, what would that message be um look at which this camera right mm -hmm. here okay that message let's see um, I would tell them, stop doubting yourself. Like, you know that you are the ish, and God knows that you are the ish because he created you in his image. So whatever you want to go out and do, do it. Like, the only person that's stopping you is you. And once you get through that and overcome that, and you push through, you'll just feel invincible and you'll feel like the world is yours for taking. So go ahead and take it, girl or boy. It's yours. It's yours. <laughs> it's yours. Right. It's yours. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on the Unlimited Power Show. Of course, of course. Anytime. I am real. Yes, you I'm are. Great. Do you want to come up with your own I am statement? Yes. Yeah, what's yours? What do you guide me? Um... I am uh, a fisher of man. That has been my new thing. I like it. I like it. Very nice. And what are you? Right. Think about that. Come <laughs> up with your I am statement. Send it to Colorful Illusions. Yes. What's your social platforms? Um, so, spelling too. Yeah, so Colorful, it's spelled the British way. So it's C-O-L-O-U-R-F-U-L Illusions. I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N-S. And that's my Instagram and website is colorfulillusions.com. And then Twitter, Twitter was Aggie and I couldn't put all the letters of Colorful Illusions. So it's Colorful, C-O-L-O-U-R-F-U-L, Ushun, E-U-S-I-O-N, Colorful Illusion. Mm -hmm. And then Facebook's Colorful Illusions as well. All right. And uh, thank you for tuning into the Unlimited Power Show. My name is Edouard Gilles and Chantal Lou is here. And I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you. 
to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Stay colorful. <laughs> oh, that was great. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.